Hello there. Hello there. Um, welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm joined this evening with my fellow host, Sean Milligan. Hello. And all the way from the other side, from the, from the western side of the country, it's uh, Adam Shipley. Hello there. How you doing, Adam? Nice to have you on, mate. Thank you very much. You're getting regular at this, aren't you? you uh, it, it must I, seem like you're good at X-Wing. <laughs> it's, you only have me on if I've been to a big tournament. <laughs> well, it's because you do so well, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Will. Um, so, obviously, uh, I, I wasn't playing this weekend, but you two were playing at the Just Play Hyperspace Tournament. Um, we know what Sean's list is, and I'll... Um, so I'll come on to Sean and Adam if you want to chip in with anything you've got to ask him. So, Sean, just recap to everyone what, what list you took, mate. Yeah, so I decided that I was going to take um, Venny in the Star Fortress uh, along with a Blue Squadron um, T-70 and Tally in the Resistance A-Wing. Uh, I had M9 G8 and servos on the X-Wing Optics and Heroic on Tally, and then on Venny, I had literally everything else. So Proton Bombs, uh, Seismics, Page Tycho, Receptive Co-Pilot, Pattern Analyzer, Baron Turret Gunner, uh, and like, like I say, I, I decided to go with uh, Perceptive Co-Pilot after some feedback I had as well, which turned out quite good. So that's what I had. Happy days. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty beefy Venny there, mate, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, and you know, uh, thankfully, not everyone knows the trick of how to get past the the LS. So I was happily mitigating two or three damage around. So the uh, hundred point star fortress stayed around for a very long time. I was quite happy with it. Happy days. So I mean, assuming uh, I, I assume I mean you did say it on the podcast, but for those who haven't listened it. Um, you've seen Venny as sort of a meta choice because there's a lot of swarm about. Is that right? Yes, it was aiming at CSI swarm and obviously the new uh, Nantex uh, trajectory simulator with good asteroid placement and seismics is always good for a couple of points damage. And then the threat of throwing crits everywhere as well. Um, I thought that would be a really good deterrent to either soak up actions by people repositioning or dislodging swarms so they would literally fly about everywhere so I could um, uh, pick them off to my heart's content. How did you find the trajectory simulator, Sean? In two instances, I, the first one where it was really, really useful, went up against a mixture of vulture and hyena swarm. It worked perfectly. The chap split his force into two to avoid a proton. Um, and I managed to get a seismic off cause damage and literally wipe out half of his force while the other half spent a while re-engaging around some rocks, which was perfect. Sadly, the second time, which was against a three Nantexes, I actually totally forgot to trajectory um, uh, oh, no. simulator. I then self-bumped myself and died horrendously. So it would have been great if I hadn't have been so crap. The worst trick like is the one you miss. Yeah. It's that I wasn't used to the initiative one X Wing and I self bumped myself and I was just like, oh. And unsurprisingly, I lost that game because that round I got 12, 12 red dice thrown at us against an unfocused Star Fortress and he was very sad. So it was good. Um, I think it's a definitely good tool. Um, and I think 
for the resistance, definitely for the for the way I think the meta's going, I I, I would hope to see definitely more of them out there. So dropping down Sebastian, um, do do you feel like that was a good call or? Uh, no, I don't actually. Um, so dropping, so it was dropping Bastion down to the blue squadron. I felt that I wasn't, I was so used to flying the two ships at initiative two, so I could pick and choose who I wanted to move first. Um, I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't used to that initiative one, and I got two self bumps and two games, and those both cost me the actual game. And the reason I dropped that down because I wanted to get advanced optics onto Itali, but. I found that being at the I-5, I actually wanted to keep my focus for the evades and keep her as the ace flying around towards the end games. Uh, so I, I didn't actually spend it that much on uh, spend it that much on the advanced optics. So I'm thinking about just stripping her down to crackshot and um, heroic, and then throwing the four points back over to the to the T-70 and getting Bastion back up there. I can also distinctly think of one game. Where a double modded shot would have like, would have changed game two, um, but unfortunately I couldn't I couldn't use use Bastion's ability because obviously I, I didn't have him. So there was a there's a few distinct points where I think Bastion is the better choice. Okay, so how did you finish up, Sean? I ended up ninth. Uh, I started horrendously with losing two games. Uh, then I won my last three games which got me ninth position and about 50 MOV from the top eight cut. So ended very happily on the day, uh, quite pleased with, with my performance, got myself some dice and some other snacky things. So uh, so overall, quite pleased. Happy days. I mean, you know, finishing ninth, and, and like you said, dropping that down without too much practice with with the, with the, uh, the squadron pilot instead of Bastion, you know, you've done quite well there, to be fair, mate. And if you think you're going to do well but even better with Bastion, then you know that's a, that's a, that's definitely a solid top eight finish, then, isn't it? Fingers think- crossed. Yeah, I definitely. I just think with it. I mean, it all depends on how the meta goes after Worlds. We all know for a fact it's going to be a huge influence. And if swarms stay around, then I'm going to be in a really happy place. Hopefully for Ireland. <laughs> um, gotta say, Sean, like that list as well. You've got so many choices in it um, going forwards as Resistance get more and more ships. The, the the other ships, the ones that aren't Venny, you can just rotate and practice, which is it's so nice in a list having like a core mechanic, which is Venny, and then going, hey, I might swap out this T seventy for uh, a resistance transport, or in the future maybe you'll have fireball, and yeah, so on, so on. Yeah, I agree with you on those. I think the resistance are just going to be a really good faction once we get the new movie out. Once you know, uh, once we start start getting some new. Um, ships and cards I think they're just going to get better and better and I think they're in a good spot now to be honest pro tip when uh, the resistance Y-Wing comes out the uh, turret that you can put on it works with Venny uh, for, for Venny's ability but it works with Tally anyway it does but what if you have both a... <laughs> well originally because <it> was... <laughs> Y-Wings are cheaper than the 70s and you can have an M98 on a Y-Wing and then you've got two turrets Oof. well um... Oh, that's <laughs> see, originally I flew it with two air wings. I think that was the first build. So you just had turrets everywhere. It was great. That's a good call, that. Welcome. <laughs> so, um, with that bit of advice, where did you finish, Adam? 
<laughs> so I finished second. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I lost the final to uh, to the Jack Mooney. Uh, I believe I got Mooneyed, um, which you know a lot of people are this year. So I mean, <laughs> it's an esteemed crowd of us. Need I ask what list he was flying? <laughs> well, there was some sort of beaten up transport, and uh, it went quite quickly, and I could never really catch it. I didn't catch its name. <laughs> and then um, there was a small ship as well, which uh, could only fire forwards, not backwards. It looked like an RZ-2A wing, but I couldn't pronounce that one either. So, no, uh, <laughs> Hanjake is is alive and well. Um, I've flown Hanjake. I flew Hanjake in America, uh, which I think, like we talked about last time. And it's such a good list. But my word, is it hard? I don't know how um, Jack runs it for like game after game after game without going slightly mad. Because you're just on a knife edge at all times. If Jake dies without put, getting his points on the board for you, you've got a one-chip list, really. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I don't have the patience for it. I really don't. It may but, be because uh, he's changed his list in about four years. That might be why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, talk <laughs> about like, knife edge lists. If we get it like the Nantex. So, I took the Nantexes. Um, uh, I took uh, Chertek uh, with uh, Ensnare and Crackshot. I took Sunfac, everyone's favourite uh, I6, with Ensnare. And I took Grievous uh, with just two upgrades, um, with Solus One and Outmanoeuvre. So a very skinny list. Uh, 184 points. And yeah, Handjake still outbid me. <laughs> so I was very sad. Um, when uh, Jack checked at the start of the day with me, he said, what, what's your bid? And he was like, aha, I outbid you. <laughs> I'll see you later. I was like, Thanks. Cheers, buddy. So... um so yeah. how did you find how did you find the Nantex in Swiss then? That's so uh, we had five rounds of Swiss, as Sean mentioned. Uh, I lost my first game and went on to win the next four. Uh, the first game was against Stee uh, from up north, uh, coming down with Lee Dalton. And um, Stee, if anyone's played him, uh, always runs interesting lists. I've never seen him run something that anyone else is flying. He always runs something different. Uh, and so he had a cobbled together Republic squad of just arcs and torrents and a Y-Wing and Obi-Wan with Battle Med. And I looked at it and thought, oh, there's five ships. <laughs> there's a lot of hull <laughs> and, and he can make things happen. He's got like the best coordinate in the game. And oh, this isn't good. Um, I self-bumped early. Uh, it ruined my positioning and five ships just ate my Nantexes. I thought, oh, this day is going to go. This day is going to go sideways quick. Um, but then after that, I got into the groove and just started eating up small ships. And as soon as you start eating them, you just get fed more. As uh, your opponent, if they lose a couple of ships to your tractor beams and your shenanigans and they can't shoot, have to feed you more ships to try and get shots, which you then eat them up with the tractor beams and the shenanigans. And and yeah, it worked really well. Happy days. Happy days. So, um, obviously, what... So you made it all the way to the final. Did you meet any big bases on the way or medium yes. bases? Yeah. So um, uh, Steve had the big base. Uh, sorry, Steve had the medium base with the Ark. Um, I then went against four small ships, which is great. Uh, I then um, hit two Re uh, Re Rebel Beef, classic Rebel Beef, twice in a row, both with U-Wings. Uh, both times was quite scary because that list does great against puny little aces sometimes. Um, so I just relied on killing the small bases and letting the medium bases, uh, just do whatever they wanted and ignoring them and trying not to get shot by them. Uh, I hit big base in cuts, 
So in my top four game, I went against Han, not Han, sorry, uh, against Poe and uh, Ray, Ray Poe list. Um, I was very fortunate in that game that I was finally in the groove with the Nantexes. And my opponent, another Just Play member, had set up corner and corner. So one ship on the left, one on the right. And I sent all three of my ships at Ray as fast as I could. uh, Because I knew I wasn't getting any of my shenanigans off against a large base. But I did have three shots versus one shot. So I thought, we'll do this old school and I'll just out-dice it. And that worked. And then Poe against Nantexes is going to eventually end up with the Nantexes doing well. Uh, Poe does do scary things to Nantexes, though, when he's got Black One and just decides he doesn't actually want to be tracked onto a rock. He actually wants to be as far away as possible. Um, But no, so uh, the day went well. uh, Apart from the final, the big bases and the medium bases just succumb to weight of fire more than anything else. Uh, The shenanigans they switch off is sad for the list because, you know, you're bringing a lot of points worth of tractor abilities and the two uh, Dantexes I brought both have abilities when the opponent is tracted. And if you can't do that, you're basically just giving up points for no reason. Mm. Very, yeah, very true. I mean, Jack, Jack had a bit of advantage on his side. He has played against that list because that's obviously one of the lists I run. So he has played against it before. So. <laughs> So he knew, he knew he he knew going in he was probably a, a bit on the upper hand I suppose maybe, um, but yeah I mean getting getting through to the final with that list um, you did amazingly well um, I I think uh, I know other people that have been playing other tournaments haven't done as well with that list or very very similar list. Um, there, there were other Nantex lists um, around. Um, how did they do? So uh, Jamie, also from Just Play, has been running the Nantex recently, uh, and some of the other Just Play guys have picked it up. So some of the locals have been playing against it and playing with it. So I think there was an element of knowledge of what it can do and uh, how it works. And it is doing really well. Um, I practiced with uh, with Phil Blackmore um, and uh, Paul, the TO. Uh, I had a full day of practice with him on Friday um, to see we all just wanted to feel the Nantex work because it's it's well and good being told that you're going to be tracted. But until you actually see it on the board happening and realize that, oh, I probably shouldn't be anywhere near these things um, because then I'll just get put on a rock. And it's really easy to say it, but it's really hard to understand it until you feel it happen. Um, we ran some practice games last Saturday, which I think, well, you, you responded. We put some stuff on Facebook, me and Phil, where we uh, one-shotted Anakin and both of us looked at it and went, how did that even happen? <laughs> like, how does Anakin go from like six health and two agility down to one agility and then to none because of outmaneuver and then just dies? And it's all well and good knowing that it can happen, but actually feeling it happen really makes you understand a list and how it works. And if you're going to tech against it, it's helpful to know uh, that you've played it a few times. I think as soon as people have got 10 games against Nantexes, they won't be as worried about them. But in the early phase... If you're going to play Nantexes, you're going to have the element of surprise a lot. Yeah, I mean, I found that um, within the club, uh, playing Nantex against people, and they were like, "Wow, this this is this is hard. This this ship is nails." But then after you play them a couple of times, they realise actually it's not as bad as what they thought. And it, it, it's like you say, when you know the tricks and you can see them on the board in front of you, it's easy to understand them. So then it's easier to or tech against them or easier to fly against it. 
Um, did you feel a lot of people were taken against the Nantex at the event? I felt, yeah, definitely. Like, I think on the day, uh, I mean, we were all in groups on, you know, Facebook Messenger groups and social groups and things uh, where we're talking to each other all the time. And a lot of the chat was, there's going to be Nantexes, either bring big bases, bring medium bases, be aware of it or whatever. And everyone had it. Everyone, it was on everyone's mind. So I was the most surprised I was is that I was the only person who brought the um, the i6. I was I think I was the only Sunfac in the room. Let's put it that way. Wow. I don't think anyone else brought Sunfac, and that I don't understand because if everyone's so excited about how good he is, I was surprised more people didn't bring the so-called best ship in the game or you know the the ace killer, the i6, the thing that the boogeyman at the moment. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was surprised more people didn't bring that. Because a year ago, we'd have all gone, oh, look, Nimranda's amazing. Let's, like, half the room brings Nimranda, which happened. That that was a thing that happened. Yeah. And then this year, everyone's brought their own stuff, which is cool in some ways. Well done, everybody, for, like, having your own thoughts and, and you know, choosing what you want to fly. Apart from me, I'm just a meta person. But there we go. I mean, obviously, you mentioned Nimranda there, but there was no Tekken against Nimranda. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> So, so everyone brought it, but um, some fuck. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I mean, bigger bid is I. Part of the reason my list doesn't have predator in is I teched against the mirror. So yeah. I thought I don't want to be that guy who ends up playing the mirror and wishing I'd had a point one more point bid. So I dropped predator and put a crack shot on. Um, I don't think in the end it actually made any difference. I could have probably added eight more points to my list and still had to bid all day until I hit jack. But um, you know, is what it is. Happy days. Well, you know, well, yeah. well done, well done for getting as far as you did, man. You know, it's, like you said, if people are checking against it and and you still manage to win, um, brave shout on going straight for Ray. <laughs> oh yeah, so so a <laughs> little bit terrifying. You do forget. It's very easy to forget that Ray can still five dice something. And I was like, this will be. F- oh no, it's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> yeah, we yeah struggled through. I did want to pick up with you, Will, because um, as a proponent of you know cis faction and yeah. especially uh sun fact and that i did find i played a lot of friends yesterday and i've played friends in my practice games and they're lovely people we are all getting on well there's nothing here but so many people get so frustrated uh when they're playing against the nantexes and it does feed into some raw emotion while people are playing in that 75 minutes where you're an opponent to somebody i don't think i've ever had so much animosity running a list where someone who I like and they like me has gone, I absolutely something naughty word that list, you know? <laughs> they really don't like the ship. And um, it's weird. Like you say, if it's new to people, though, they don't like it. If they don't understand it, it is getting quite hard. I mean, it is a frustrating ship, don't get me wrong, but that's that, that was the design of it, to be a frustrating ship. Um, I'm quite happy flying it against Jedi all day long and... Um, as you know, my friend Ben, um, Ben Hibbert, who, who incidentally top Swiss. Um, he did, he, standing next to me. Yeah, he top Swiss this weekend. Well done to Ben. But he, he doesn't like it either. He's like, ah, it's horrible. He goes, because he's flying aces at the moment and he doesn't like it. You know, He so. spent all of his game five stood next to me going, you better not get me in the cut. You better not get me in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> like, but... That's the animosity. It was weird. Just as I walked around the room, people were like, I don't want to face you. I don't want to fly against you. I don't like your list. I was like, yeah, thanks. Hi to you too. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. But, but to be fair, with with the internet the way it is, a lot of it is hearsay as well. Don't forget. And it, it can, you know, skew people's 
like vision of it or um, view of it, I suppose, in a way. So people think it's an MPE before they've even started playing against it. So it kind of you're already in the mindset that it's going to be an MPE. Yeah, I'd agree. And, and and that was my frustration with everything on the internet going on about it because people were believing it was an MPE before having played it. So that was part of my frustration and half of a rant in a in a podcast as as much as I didn't want it to sound like a rant. Um, well, I I partly picked up the list because of your podcast, <laughs> so you're to blame, Will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome and there's me accusing ryan farmer of shaping the matter and there i'm doing it well. yeah you are you, <laughs> you get, you're getting someone a oh yeah so incidentally um shout out to jack jack's amazing um so i i've managed to get a world's invite because the current system for world's invites is really complicated and confusing so and nobody knows it and no one understands it so we all went oh well done jack you've got one for this year and next year and somehow i've got it so Thank you, FFG, for the confusing way that that happened. But hey ho, sweet happy days. Any shout outs for you, Sean, from the weekend or anything like that? Uh, only to Phil, uh, to uh, to X Dad. It was obviously nice to see him um, getting in a tournament, and two out of the three podcasters managed to defeat him. So um, it was just Adam that missed out and would have got um, a triple whammy. Happy days, and then uh, obviously from from all of us uh, at the club and everyone who's who, who played this weekend. Thanks to Just Play for putting on a great event. Uh, I know everyone appre- everyone I spoke to appreciated it and really enjoyed it. Um, there is IQ this weekend as well going on. If people are out there chasing hyperspaces and Hull's Angels the weekend after, so a lot going up in the north. I don't know about the south. I've not checked, so I apologise to any events going on in the south. There is Worcester the day after Hull. So if you were mad, you could go to Hull on a Saturday and Worcester on a Sunday. Well, Hull's a two-dayer. Is it? Oh, well, you could just give up on the cut and go to Worcester. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Um, So there's plenty plenty of X-Wing to be played. Um, Well, thanks for your insight, boys. Um, It's it's been been nice listening from both of you. Um, Goodbye from Sean. Goodbye. Goodbye from Adam. Goodbye. Thanks for coming on again. And welcome. Goodbye from me. Uh, Till the next time on the Sift Takers Snapshots podcast.